0: One Decent Pastor, a weekly podcast of The Door located in Central Oregon, where three completely average guys joined forces to make One Decent Pastor, and to discuss, discover, and promote all things Bible. Here we go. And we're live. Tell us if
1: the mics are working or not working. Yeah, if somebody uh,
0: can straight up right off the bat tell us what's going on with our mics, because in the last couple days they have not, or last week they didn't work, or one of them last worked. Last week they didn't. They didn't work. Yeah. We got Big Tex with us.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we were just talking about powers, talking about nicknames that we've mm-hmm. had over the over the years, course of our life, and Big Tex. Big Tex. How are you, one. Big Tex?
1: How are you, Austin? Today. Pretty good. I'll call you Austin instead of Big Tex. <laughs>
0: Probably, I don't mind. It. I don't mind good. It. Okay, Brandon's already come through and says sounds goo good, awesome. Sounds goo, goo. Well, and then he said good afterwards, I but know. but <laughs> he he yeah. Uh, Appreciate it. He had a consonant movement, and the D wasn't there.
1: Uh, I was still thinking B M. He said movement. It's different than a vo- different than a vowel.
0: Good. Yeah, that was my that was sorry nobody knows, but my my nickname growing up because my name is Brent Maxwell was B M which also stands for bowel movement. It's rad. And all my kids, th- or all the, my friends thought it was hilarious. It and, is hilarious. And at some point, I just decided to embrace it. I think that's the best <laughs> thing to do at that point. So I just started calling so myself She started carving there. it into the desk, yeah, the just, school just, desk? Just, yeah.
1: <laughs> BM was here?
0: Pretty much. <laughs> Leave a little BM. Get a girlfriend, BM
1: plus, hearts, whatever. Yeah. Per- yeah. So okay. anyway, that's the way it worked. What were you ranting about before we turned this on?
0: Uh, nothing important. Oh. Uh, Chad is is not here today because he's sick. In case you noticed, so I'm in Chad's spot, and Austin jumped into my spot, and so we're all good. And there's nothing to rave about. The snow is uh, deep, and
1: I, I'll I'll rant about that. Yeah. We could rant about that. Yesterday for a was yeah. I woke up I woke up at four in the morning to uh, yeah do an old man thing, and then made the mistake of, I had not not BM. I had to go the, <laughs> the other one. What are you doing, man? To go to the bathroom, bro. Okay. It happens once a night, okay? <laughs> no. And I made the mistake of looking out the window and seeing, like, how much snow had fallen and realized I was buried and, like, and then, like I'm yeah. tripping out. So I just stayed awake at four, from 4 o'clock on and was out there shoveling and doing my thing. And I wasn't happy about it, man. My wife, I, I think I discouraged her because we always wanted to live in the mountains, live where it snows, all that stuff. And I, the older I've gotten, I've gotten to the point where it's like, this is a hassle, you know? Yeah. And she's like, "No, don't start saying that." They call I that. I don't want to move. They call that Walt
0: Furman syndrome. No, it's it's <laughs> it's
1: it's called typical human like grass is always greener it was guy syndrome.
0: That used yeah. to come here and they at some point decided enough with the snow and they they're now living in someplace where it's sunny all the time. Yeah. So
1: so so I, I wouldn't like that either. That's the thing is I yeah. know that if I went back to like a desert or a warm climate, which is where I came from, yeah, I would get annoyed so for other reasons. Right. So what you're right. saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's impossible to please I'm you. Saying I'm saying I'm I'm an that. idiot. Yeah, yeah, I'm a jerk. You know? Yeah, but uh, yesterday was was brutal, man. Yeah,
3: yeah. And you guys have some wild icicles outside. Oh, out yeah.
0: here, yeah. That's typical of this building. This building gets yeah. some wild something icicles. Something to do with the insulation and. The lack of it yeah, or I'm yeah. not sure, but people have said we have enough, but it's in the wrong place. I don't know what's going on, but we get some major icicles. We get some
1: major ones. Yeah. We we uh it was years ago when we had them to the ground. Yeah. From the roof all the way across the front of the building. I took a picture yeah. of it. It's actually an epic picture. Yeah. Yeah and it just it just looked like a jail. Like it, it was cool.
0: <laughs> 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 if you come in you ain't
1: you ain't leaving. Yeah. So
0: yeah. That's good. Anything else we need to rant or rave about before we we jump in?
1: Uh, yes. Austin, you're you're getting you're getting ready to be da- uh, daddy again, which yes. is pretty rad. That's yeah. which is That's not a rant, it's a rave. Yeah, it's exactly. Yes,
3: yes, yes. Very soon. So two week, uh, two weeks probably. Two Something weeks. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Maria's ready to pop. <laughs>
1: wow. Yeah. 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 At least it's not summer. Not that I know from uh, experience, but yeah. I've heard that when the end of the pregnancy falls in the summer months, when it's hot, that that is misery. Ooh. And so I guess the winter time is time to Maria
3: always complain because Santiago was born <coughs> in uh, February fe- the beginning of February and it was snowing then as well and she always complains about that oh well, okay. she's from Guayaquil and that's like super hot and humid
1: why why
3: white Wa- Ecuador yeah Ecuador Gotcha. which I don't know have you guys seen any of the news about y- yeah Ecuador? I was well,
0: I was kind of wondering <laughs> I was gonna ask you about it later but yeah. um, I, she's from there and I saw there's a lot of uh, upheaval yeah. Yeah, right now there so does she have family and people there that she that's got to be kind of scary.
3: Yeah, the center of pretty much all the stuff that's going on is Kill where where her family is. But, wow. Um, wow. But they were all good. I think it was a couple of days ago when everything was going on. I don't know if you heard about any of it. No. Well, there was like cartel groups that uh, started taking over institutions and stuff. Okay. They, yeah, they like went into a news station and were streaming li- live to the whole nation. Wow. Like and recently? Make, yeah, making demands of the president.
1: So basically like terrorism. Yeah, okay.
3: that they they the president came out and uh, called it a civil war. Yeah. Um, against terrorism, so now the militias in in the streets. There's and they're probably
1: things. richer, more powerful, more influential in that country than the government is, right?
3: Uh, I'd, the I'd, cartels. I'd, or... There's a lot of them. so okay. they, So they kind of are battling things okay. out, and yeah. there's different groups. But, yeah. but they're all just kind of trying right now to gain control of, of the country. Yeah. Um, they they took control of like the university. Uh, a metro station, um, but since then uh, things have calmed down and the government's, you know, on it.
1: What's their intention? What were they? they what was Basically, the
3: goal? I, as far as I can tell, they just want to be able to run okay. the country. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. But there were a lot. There was a lot of violence, a lot of like yeah. car, car bombings and shootings. That's and, too bad. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah, I have my head stuck in the sand apparently with that the kind snow. of world. <laughs> stuck of, in the snow. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, I heard we we're supposed to get maybe. Another foot or a foot and a half yeah, on Saturday. God. Praise wow. the Lord. So we'll see what happens. But, <laughs> Woo-hoo. hallelujah! Yeah, yeah. It's all right. But,
1: but what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You gonna
0: do? All right. Well, I I found uh, an article this week um, from a guy named Tim Challis, uh who's if you most people have probably heard of him if you've been a part of the church for a long time. He I stole he had, his like, bed. You, I was gonna say you know him because you. I know him because I stole went, his bed. We went one to time. a pastor's conference and David. Uh, shared a room with him well him and justin reimer right did you really yeah wow yeah that's
3: crazy
1: yeah so my buddy justin is friends with chally's Uh we were at like t4g in kentucky or something like that and i didn't really have a room that i had pinned down and he's like just stay in my room me and tim are staying in a room yeah like stay in my room you can sleep on the floor for free and i was like well freeze
3: rad pretty good
1: (laughs) so we go one night i'm the first one back to the room this night yeah and i just laid down for a second on one of the beds mm-hmm. on Tim's. And uh <laughs> like turned on the T V and then was out. And uh, Tim was Tim was kind enough to not like throw something at me or wake me up or really? shake me. He just laid on the floor and went to sleep. Wow. So that, that that's a testament that's to the yeah. kind of guy He's a humble Tim, guy? He's he's a humble <laughs> <Hey>. guy.
0: <laughs> and the kind of guy you are. <laughs> and the kind of guy you are. Shark <laughs> in his bed. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: So uh yeah. Tim.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's going to tune into this. No, but I, I but if don't he think he did. Anything. Yeah, he can he can that's verify pretty, that. That's pretty. Funny. He's uh, he, I know for a long time he he was blogging before people were even knew what blogging was. Yeah, he kind was kind of. of ahead of the. He was kind of ahead. Yeah, of the and game. he had a record of so many. I he probably has kept it this whole time. But um, he's anyway, a hipster of blogging. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. At, at a church in Canada where Paul Martin. Yeah, um, Paul Martin. Also has been affiliated with Justin. That's how I think. Justin that's where knew the connection him. happened. Yeah. Yeah, and I think he, he was an elder there. Maybe still is. But good guy, all in all. But he he wrote down basically kind of these 32 random thoughts for the church. So he writes a lot of articles, but he kind of said, every once in a while he'll just have this kind of snippet thought that's not article worthy, but he still wants to write it down. And so right. he just compiled a list of these. We're not going to go through all of them, but I thought they were interesting to, uh, to kind of look at. So so these are his statements, and then um, you know we'll just kind of comment Pulled on them a little help. bit. Yeah. I got them written down, so Do like I'll, I'll, I'll just read the first one, and then uh, okay. we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. and uh, Agree, disagree, whatever observations you've got. So the first one is, you are a contributor to your church's strengths and weaknesses. Your giftedness makes your church stronger, and your sins and weaknesses make it weaker. Whenever you are tempted to grumble about your church, you need to remember that even if you can be a part of the solution, you are also part of the problems. Be humble. False. <laughs> <laughs> not, not you particularly. Uh, abso- absolutely true.
3: Yeah, I yeah. think so.
1: Absolutely true.
0: Yeah, I, I think most people aren't probably thinking along those lines, and, and it sounds maybe a little harsh, you know, that your your sins and your weaknesses make your church weaker. But um, this really is a family, and, and I think we get that kind of a dynamic a lot more clearly than sometimes the, the church dynamic, but that's really what it is. So if if you're doing things that are, you know, messing everybody else up, it matters. Right.
1: right. <laughs> yeah. and, and then the other side of it is equally true. Yeah. Like that, that we all, uh, that God has all given Outfitted us uniquely with these things right. that are made to enhance the whole, right? And so mm-hmm. when we walk in those things and we and we bring them alive and we're we're consciously like endeavoring uh, to walk in those things, then we're like we're just gonna we're gonna make a difference in that local congregation. And so mm-hmm. there's the upside to it.
3: Um, like a week ago uh i was with my family and we were doing the myers-briggs do you know the myers-briggs personality test we were going through that together as a family and i have mixed feelings about personality tests because you know a personality test can't really generalize like a human personality completely it's not going to be perfect Right. Uh, and, and I think there's also negative things about personality tests sometimes, like people justify their sins sometimes by yeah, like, totally. their negative aspects. Well, that's just the way just I am. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, one of the positive things about the the test that I saw is that it kind of opens your mind to the strengths and weaknesses that each person possesses, just like their inclination to certain strengths and their inclination to certain weaknesses. And I think in the church, if we think about it that way, you know, there's that going on Um like, for me personally, I, I'm the INTP or whatever, so that's, like, it says my strengths are, like, being analytical, critical, things like that. And then my weaknesses would be, like, you know, over judgmental and, and uh, being right. absent in my mind a lot of the time instead of being present with my family or whatever. Yeah. And so, uh, you are you know, when you're doing it with a family or something, you're kind of thinking more about other people, you know what I mean, and the way that they can be contributing to a family. or And if you think about it in a church, you yeah. know. it's
0: it's, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, everybody's kind of, you control the temperature in the room, you know, by what you do. Um, You know, some people have, you know, more effect than others, obviously, but, (laughs) but you know, when you come to church, if you think about it, the the things you say, the things you do, things you talk about, um, they all matter. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And if you come in with a kind of a, idea of i'm going to add my strengths to this family yeah. yeah 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 in what i say and do and that's your your mindset everybody yeah. has a part to play yeah. everybody has an important role to play uh, even if it's just praying for people and encouraging each you know other people and those kinds of things it, it you know if everybody was mindful of that just yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. it would make the church a much better place i would and, say
3: and also uh to think about uh in a humble fashion our weaknesses to have those present in our minds uh, like what that was uh talking about cuz I wrote down actually here GK Chesterton he was asked by the times what's wrong well he was there was a question that the times asked what's wrong with the world today and he said dear sir I am and yeah. uh, I think if you know if we all had that mentality in the church that would have a massive effect on the church yeah. you know and in just in society at large if we were putting our weaknesses in our in our minds as the forefront and thinking like you know we are the problem you know it's not pointing the finger always at, yeah. uh, outwardly at other people but right.
1: And just, just being aware and acknowledging our weaknesses helps us to, to fight them.
3: Right. right,
0: To, you know, um, to resist. Right. So.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: All right. Here's the next one. The next snippet from Charlie's. It's no cliche that Sunday mornings begin or sorry, Sunday morning begins on Saturday evening. Your experience of church will be much different if you stay up late watching movies you shouldn't be watching versus if you go to bed at a reasonable time after refraining from sinful behavior mm-hmm. uh, if you want to get the greatest benefit from the worship services you need to plan ahead false
1: <laughs> <laughs> so far this one this one is weird but um, he, I get what he's saying
0: yeah i, I
3: I think it's just one of those things, again, where it's coming down, again, to, like, an individually-minded thing or a community-minded thing. We should, again, be thinking about the community, and if our actions the night before are going to affect that community. Yeah. I mean, if, if we, we if, love yeah. God first and our neighbor yeah. second, if that's our priority, you know, we're going to be thinking about that first and foremost. And maybe that'll change the th- certain things, not everything. Yeah. Because, I, uh, you know— you start making rules, and then it gets weird, but... <laughs> if we're
1: talking about, you know, doing bumps and getting drunk and partying <laughs> our guts out until four in the morning, then yeah. I, I agree. Well, yeah, yeah, that would, be a, big, just, that would be a big thing. But interview. if it means that we shouldn't, you know, yeah, that's like a watch month. a movie on Saturday night or something like that, then it's like, uh, all right, now we're moving into maybe right, right. legalistic <laughs> territory
0: that's kind of funky. Yeah. I think there's this, this element, though, where um, if you're anticipating... Sunday morning, and you're looking forward to it and you're excited about it, you're preparing your heart already Agreed. for it. Right. And I think a lot of times, if people don't make up their mind on Saturday night that they're going, uh-huh. you know, you do this thing where it's like, well, I'll, I'll see how I feel in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe I'll go, maybe I won't. But I like that idea of like really, you know, plant, start planting already. Be so intentional you're talking
1: with- about more what someone does on a Saturday night. Determining whether they're going to show up. or I, I, not. I'm
0: kind of reading in a okay. little bit of the statement okay. here, but yeah, gotcha. I got where you're going. I'm with life. that. So you're already preparing your heart for what's coming yeah. the next I, day. I th- prior. I think,
3: yeah, I just think he's saying like we should be responsible and have our priorities right because okay. because uh, you know if you, if, I, if you st- even if it's not bad if you right. stay up till like three four in the morning especially if you're a pastor yeah. you know you're going to preach the next day you're not going to be mentally gotcha uh, you know at I your was best. going a whole
1: different way with this so well
0: I, I think appreciate I think what you said I think what you said applies and and I think you can you can get but I, but I get what you guys
1: are saying. And this, this yeah. is a huge issue. Like we see this, I, I think it's in every church, but we definitely see it in our church. I call it recreational church attendance. Yeah. And, it's, and it is when someone's decision decision to be regular or not yeah. is um, dependent upon what else they end up doing first. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. so if, that, if that's what he's getting at, mm-hmm. I totally agree. Yeah. Where, where, whereas you, sw- you switch that around and say, this is a non-negotiable that me and my family, my household does. So like everything else has to follow the fact that
0: we're going to be in this place Sunday morning. Yeah. 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 I guess the the flip side of that to what you were kind of saying before though is if you if you do watch something you weren't supposed to watch yeah, the sure. night before, if you do, you know, whatever bumps and I'm guessing that's a drug reference, but I'm I'm from Idaho and we didn't I don't We know didn't, what bumps we didn't talk that way, so but if you if you got hammered the night before. Doesn't sound good, does it? I guess my point is it's kind of if you wake up and, and uh, even if you've done wrong the night before yeah and you can get to church that's where you need to go yeah because he's going to get to the communion yeah. part later yeah <laughs> so well I don't think we're gonna hit that one this time and <laughs> that's a false for you yeah. too I you'll get a that. chance to undo it that'll probably be a different day dude. <laughs> good all right. I was going
1: to say we could like take several weeks on if you want to hit all these no things.
0: there's there's they're all pretty interesting I thought they're, so there's
1: some conversation to be had in, yeah in a, in a
0: most of them All right. Here's the next one. Uh, There are no perfect churches. Every church has its unique collection of strengths and weaknesses, though it can often look attractive to leave a church because of its weaknesses. The new church will have plenty of its own. Count the cost before moving on. Yeah. The second you show up to the next one, it will not <laughs> if be perfect, perfect anymore. it was perfect, it won't be. Uh, That's right.
3: I th- again, I think it's all. I, 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 I saw through through line through most of these questions about like individual yeah. sort of focused thinking and then and then outward focused mm. thinking. And again, with this, I think it's like you know the gra- our mentality always that the grass is always greener on yep. the other side, always looking yeah. for more fulfillment for us and not thinking about the other people and what they need. You know, which is what we should be doing, I think, in the church. It's thinking about our neighbors, you know, yeah. and what they need and trying to meet their needs. Yeah.
1: It's funny how how being others-minded, outward-minded, yeah. like, fixes, like, a million—like, it, it's the right answer to, yeah. like, almost everything that's listed here exactly. every time. But it's, yeah. it's and what the we, internals the issue. It's yeah. what we
0: struggle with the most, though. I, you know, it's so oh, easy totally. to, to, to just think about how things impact us. Look, I, us. I've
1: done this. Like, I was convicted when I read this <laughs> list pre-Door. So yeah. before I became a pastor of a church, I was on the other side <laughs> of being critical, being judgment, judgmental, um, not being a part of the solution, looking at the weaknesses. Like when I was reading through this, I thought, "Gosh!" Like I was, you were that man. <laughs> oh, <I laughs> you know what I mean. I definitely have. Those I was problems. that. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. that man. And and then how much God just completely changed me mm-hmm. just by putting me in the position I'm in now. Yeah. As yeah. As, as the guy that's kind of. Trying to lead the charge and create right. unity and <laughs> bring the best out in people, yeah. and it, and it makes me feel like horrible about just how I was. Mm. Yeah, but I had, but I I didn't know that. I couldn't really understand that until we became shepherds. Yeah. And yeah, we were I, on the other side of it.
0: Yeah, I'm the same. And I, I like went back he, to
1: a couple of them and went like, "I'm sorry, like I was, I'm yeah. sorry, I was like a, a <laughs> rock in your shoe." <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, I left the church that way. I'm sorry, I you know right. wasn't part of the solution. Like I've, I've had yeah. to do some of that.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I like that he says, "Count the cost before moving on." Um, I think there are times when yeah. leaving a church is probably the right thing to no do. No doubt, uh, we've we run into some of those you know, we, we've, people have left with our blessing, before. but let's work through it together. Let's run our hands through it together. That's gotta be done. Yes. And I, and I wish it was most of the time we just find that somebody, you know, you were just talking about somebody they ran into, disappear. they disappear. And when you ask for a reason, they give you the most plausible palatable reason that they can think of. That won't, they don't really, give you the reason. They, they don't give you the real reason, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it'll be something. But, um, but if the, if you really do consider that we're a family, mm. an eternal family, yeah, you know we, it's best to work through these totally. things and not just not. Just I think get, he gets to that. Not just but, get mad and I mean, we walk away. probably won't get there, but
1: he gets to leaving a church yeah, yeah. well and he does talk yeah. about yeah. that. Yeah.
0: yeah, but yeah, that I mean, that's this what we're talking about. Yep, every church is going to have problems. They're um, all, they they're all gonna, got They're going to look a little bit different, but um, and and you're going to contribute to them. And and <laughs> right. some some Absolutely. you are,
1: and, and yeah. some of them will be like you just said, worth leaving over. Yeah, there there is a time for that. Yeah, and so and some of those. Things are worth fighting for, mm. and right. staying for, and, well, uh, and working for. And, and
0: I love that we've seen some people um, go and then come back, um, not because they they went and decided, well, this this really was the perfect church. I better get back there. Uh, they came back knowing there were still flaws with <laughs> with yeah. us, but also saw the value of, you know, the community. A community, and, yeah. and 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 they and they missed it. And and so, you know, I would encourage people if you have left a church and you haven't done it well maybe try to go back and remedy that. And if you've left a place and you've thought, you know, I really should go back there. I, I would, I don't know. We were I can checking. almost
1: guarantee whoever your pastor is. If you were to call him months yeah. later or years later, he would love to have that that yeah. to receive that phone call. Like he, maybe he's even has been hoping for it, praying for it, you know? Yeah. yeah we All appreciate
0: right. it. Yeah. And I'd say most churches are going to receive you back with open arms when, you know, um, <laughs> it depends on what you did. <laughs> yeah. <guess>. yeah. <laughs> maybe most not of them everybody. forgive pretty well. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. This next one—I um, I wonder if people would think this is a compliment. Uh, one of the best compliments that can be paid to a Christian is this: "You are a good churchman."
1: Yeah, I mean, this kind of has two sides to it, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is a compliment. Yeah, in the way that he means it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the fact that you are—I think it's what we talked about already—that yeah. you are committed. That this is priority number one for you and your family is basically what's being said, and that's. That's a big deal. Yeah. That is a compliment. If that's the greatest thing that you protect right. in your life is being with the assembled, the yeah. people of God. Right. Right. So... But, of course, there's the other side of it that's like, oh, going to church doesn't make you a Christian. And good right. church attendance doesn't make you a Christian.
0: But that's not what he means by it. Yeah, so, right. It's yeah. yeah.
3: like the Pharisee side of it, right? Totally. Yeah. Mm. But but, yeah. But I would
0: hate to be but, called a bad churchman. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I think of the, you are know, yeah. a bad churchman. Yeah. It's like, I mm. walk up to people sometimes in, in my greeting, like, without even thinking
1: about it. It's like, gosh, I haven't seen you in for forever. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, uh-huh. stupid. <laughs> yeah. I am an idiot. <laughs> uh, yeah. But
0: where have you been? Yeah, there is something to be said, Saturday? you know, I mentioned this a while back I was talking about the the, the 99 and the the one that goes astray yes. and the 99 and it's like praise God for the 99. Yeah. You know, they're just the boring um Christians yeah. that just stay put. They're there week after week. They're, you know, they're they're not flashy, they're not necessarily. They're just faithful. Yeah. And I appreciate the faithful Christian. Yep. Just, yeah. you know, you can count on them. Um I don't know. The the, the the one that strays gets more attention often. For sure. Um, it's even like when you're you got family, you know your kids. You have that. You've only got one so far, but you'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> you'll find he, out. He's already uh, the one that's straying. <laughs> yeah. No, but you'll have you'll have the ones that are always getting the attention because they're always because they're the problems. squeaky wheel. Yeah, the squeaky wheel, and you've yeah. got the ones that are just. It's like we got to oil that thing again. Yeah. The yeah. ones you don't you know? pay attention to because yeah. they're just being good, and, and yeah, you feel yeah. bad for that. But yep. um, yeah, if you if you're if you're, a, if you're a good churchman, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Make it your habit to pray through the membership directory. (laughs) We've already got a problem. False. (laughs) It's coming, people. No. We we don't have one out yet, but it's coming. This
1: is kind of annoying, actually. After I read this, I was like, okay, I don't want to do a directory anymore. Well, there's more. (laughs) All right.
0: Make it your habit to pray through the membership directory. You cannot help but come to love people as you pray for them. It's also a great way to get to know names and faces, not to mention the names and faces of children. Mm. What's your beef, man? (laughs) Nothing. They just assume (laughs) that every church has a membership directory, dude. Okay. Uh, Like,
1: how can you make that assumption? Are you not a a good church if you don't have a membership directory? (laughs) Well, I mean, we're about to be, finally, after 12 years, a good church. We've
0: had them in the past, for, in fairness. <laughs> kind of. Don used to, to <laughs> yeah, work right. together for us. They we were one. Um It was a staple together. Did we call them a membership directory? I think right on the front. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, we, it's been a while since we've had one. Now we're doing an online directory, which is going to revamp. You know, It's going to change everything. We're going to uh, get current.
1: Um, and it's going to be a phone app. So yeah. That people right. like me so can David actually can... reference people I don't know their names to on the spot on a Sunday morning Whoa. when I'm in a spot. So
0: in Sunday mornings, if you see David talk to you and then switch over and look at his phone real <laughs> quick and then funny. say your name, you're like, hey, Gary. Praise God you'll for know, the membership. you don't know what happened. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. funny, dude. Yeah, I would say we also don't have a, a church bulletin, so between no bulletin, no directory, we're not a very good church. No, it's, we're not good
1: churchmen. That's exactly what I got out of this when I read it.
0: <laughs> it's funny how many people get mad that we don't have a bulletin. I Austin,
1: are you a fan of a membership directory?
3: Uh, yeah, okay. I never really thought about it too much, but yeah, I, what he's saying makes yeah, a lot of totally, sense to me. Totally. To be able to again think, you know, outwardly to, toward your church. To it's be, a very helpful reference right. for
1: and something like this for praying for exactly. your, your congregation. And yes, like
3: prayer is going to mold our hearts and totally. change the way we're thinking about things. And also, I have the issue personally of not being able to remember people's names. Yeah. And it
1: doesn't mean you don't care about them. No, it's not that. Yeah, dude.
3: It's bad for me. And I go to a Spanish-speaking church, so it's, you know, a lot of times I'm like, what was his name? And I'll get the name wrong sometimes. I'll think his name was like, you know, Israel, but it was something, Ezekiel or whatever, you
0: know.
1: Ignacio. You have a
0: better excuse than
1: me
3: for not remembering people's names. No, because it happens in English, too. I'm I'm really bad at it.
0: The worst part, with not the worst part, but the bummer is that not only names, but faces. <laughs> You'll come up to somebody that's been coming for a long time. You're know, like, no. oh, are you guys new? And it's like, I've been here for four years, Sometimes. Pastor David. It happens. Yeah, but. I raised your kids in <laughs> Sunday school. <laughs> <laughs> you baptized me. <laughs> you married us. That's <laughs> fantastic. Dude, yeah. only once or twice did that happen. But I do like that. It's, it, the idea that um, if you're praying for somebody, especially if yeah, you've got a face and a sure. name and you're praying for them, um, you can't help but care about them. Um, yeah, the more you do that, the more you'll you'll care. You know, and yeah. that's I like that part of it's it. Um, it. It's it's kind of hard not to care about somebody that right. you're praying for on a regular basis. Right. you can do
3: it through a church directory. You could do yeah. it through a lot of different things. Yeah, for sure. You can just write people like people's names down. Yeah. I, I know there are some people that do that, like they intentionally want to work at, like people like us yeah. who have a problem <laughs> with that. I've heard that there are pe- some of those people like intentionally write somebody's name down for when sure. they meet somebody at church so that they can remember? There's something that Maria does uh, that's common in Ecuador that I I like. It's something I learned while I was there, something cultural, where if you walk into a room, like there were a lot of family parties and stuff, right? And you you would walk into a room, but this happens at church too in Ecuador. You walk into a place and you greet every single person. It's actually una falta de Mm respeto, you know, like Mm -hmm. a disrespectful, if you aren't doing that because it's such a so ingrained sure. in their culture and they also say goodbye to everybody you know they go around and just, my wife intentionally does this wherever huh. we are to say good hello to everybody and goodbye to everybody it's something that uh, it was weird to me at first, especially the kissing part. Right. <laughs> right.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa!
3: <laughs> yeah, but uh, I heard they used
1: to do that in the early church. That escalated too. quickly. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, you know, there, a little anecdote actually too. It's well, a holy one, kiss. one time I was in I was in Ecuador at the church, and uh, there was a bunch of missionaries who showed up from Florida, and they were they saw me just like part of the church because I had lived there for a year, and they were like, "Whoa, you know," and uh, uh, the guy was going around uh, kissing all the dudes in, in Ecuador, but you don't do that. You only kiss the girls. Oh, that.
1: I needed be sat down. Yeah, it was you know. pretty funny. What's really going on? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's why he needed to be asked. <laughs> Sorry,
3: but uh, my whole point with all that was to say that I think I think that's not a bad uh, thing to think about either. Like greeting a lot. Well, that's lot
1: an of intentional acknowledgement, right? Yeah, an intentional S- acknowledgement. So you're making an intentional connection in front of people.
0: What no, I was thinking, I'm thinking of what they did in like in England, and it was on one of the episodes of The Office, where, where Dwight would stand there and announce everybody that walked in by name, like really loud. So so when somebody walks into the church, you'd be like David Thompson, and then you would know. Yeah, that's what we should start doing. Yeah, that's that just be... post Dwight by the door and just have him yell out people's names. <laughs> Sorry. That's what I was thinking, dude. Okay. It does sound like this, a Monty this, python this type can, type this, thing, all dude. All this stuff can
3: go too far because I know there are churches that have name tags and stuff. Yeah. That that has felt made me feel a little uncomfortable having like a name tag thing.
1: Dude, that's gnarly.
3: Yeah.
1: We're never doing name tags, Brent. That don't came, even, no, there don't was, even There were some people way ask, back when that don't asked, even they, ask. they
0: made them and they had them and they were wearing them. They were a- issuing them and I feel like we can avoid them. the name yeah.
3: tag thing if we all just like intentionally meet people and talk to people and want to be a part of the community. If <laughs> we if <laughs>
1: If we got a stinking ink master in here and actually like put, if we actually, if we inked people's names across their throat, I would think about it. But no, no name
0: tags. Wow. All, All right. Okay. Pray for each other. Um, the next one is this. Whoo. It is very common. Oh, you ready? Sorry. Yep. It is very common, but rarely a good idea to change churches amid a personal crisis or immediately following one. In times of great difficulty, mm. it's usually best to allow the local church to be a source of stability. It's wise to distrust yourself in your most difficult times. Stay put for now and only consider moving when life has stabilized.
1: Unless that local congregation
0: is part of the personal crisis. <laughs> this is a good statement. Yeah. Very wise. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like common sense. Yeah. Yeah. But we, we tend to make... Pretty big decisions sometimes when we're going when when you know our kind of world's crumbling around us and our our footings on you know a little bit shaky ground and then we're like hey let's make a big decision. We'll tend to make
1: bad decisions or wrong decisions when we're emotionally charged over something big in our lives and I think that's the biggest reason why to not do anything sudden when you're in the middle of a crisis is because you're just not thinking like as as soberly as you normally would. You're not considering things the same way. So we're just apt to yeah to do something dumb.
0: Yeah.
3: I think just in general, it's probably not the best idea always to follow your heart, no matter what Disney says. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to agree with you. (laughs) But uh, especially bad, I think when you have like a a storm of emotions going on because of a crisis, yeah, you're just general, that's like an equation, you know, for disaster. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm going to go ahead and read the next one because it ties right in. Um, It says, if and when it does come time to leave a church, leave it well. Most of the time, that will involve seeking counsel and affirmation from trusted people, notifying the elders well in advance, expressing your gratitude to them, and then leaving without taking any, anyone else with you and without undermining other people's confidence in their leaders. Mm. Um, I thought yeah, that, that followed the, the other one quite nicely. Um, yeah, you can have a rebellion
1: or like an, a mutiny type thing if yeah. it's <laughs> not kept to yourself and done right. Or you can have something that's actually beautiful you know, when it's done knowing that we're all going to spend an eternity together and that this makes sense for this person to not be here right now. so It's
3: it's kind of like the tying of the two together. It's kind of like if we have a conflict just in general and we have a lot of emotions going on, we're in the middle of a crisis, we're more apt to respond incorrectly, to explode, to be angry or to be overly emotional. And so the way that he's then saying that we should leave a church is a lot more you know, even-minded and and thoughtful. Let's have other people speak into it. And so... Uh, that's
0: the part that I wish happened more and it doesn't seem to because when you want to do something and like you said our hearts can just you know we can deceive ourselves and and pretty easily so when we involve godly counsel I wish that they would always involve (sighs) us in those decisions Um, if we're the shepherds of that church and shepherds over their soul then they should certainly come and talk to us but there's always going to be godly people that you admire within the church that you can quietly go and talk to and say hey this is what I'm thinking what do you think Yes. Um, and hopefully you, you have a conversation about it and then if it is you know, time to leave. You leave with a blessing.
1: And I love the, the avoid, if you do leave, if that's what makes sense, avoid um, pulling anybody else into that or influencing right. anybody else yeah. with that. Because at COVID, we, we really felt that, you know, several right, times yeah, on right. several levels yeah. when, when somebody got, again, a rock in their shoe and then went and had other people experience putting yeah. on their shoe. Mm. And then you had a group of people mad at you and you didn't know why. And, it, you know, gossip just kills things, yeah. man. It just infects things. And, and it, it hurts. Because yeah. these are people that you loved and you thought that they were on board and right. and loved you. And all of a sudden they're over here, you know, establishing a, a mutiny. And then <laughs> they're gone. And it's like, huh, that stinks. Yeah.
0: It yeah, hurts. That seems to be something we like to do. Is is if you feel a certain way, you know, about something, to to get other people to feel that way along Misery loves you know, company um, is something we all do because it validates what you're feeling. Yep. And right. so sometimes there, there may not be an ill intent, you know, where you're trying to stir up trouble. But but the more you talk about things and, and yeah. get people fired up, if, if if there's a problem, go to the source of that problem yes. try to reconcile it. Don't bring a bunch of other people yes. into it. Mm-hmm. And we've seen this done. The right way and the wrong way. Yes. And I really do appreciate people that have left well. Yes. Um, it, it's, it, you know, next time you see them, it, there's always this kind of a, it's you know, it's not awkward. It's not weird. It's just right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've had people that have just flat out left wrong. Yeah. And that's still.
1: <coughs> Bottom line is like we, we are all, no matter what you think of yourself or how you view yourself, we all are extremely influential in people's lives around us. Yeah whether that's negatively or positively. Yeah. So going back to yeah. one of the earlier ones, be that positive uh, unifier. Even if you end up leaving, you can positively do that. You can display something that's positive in how you leave a church.
0: Yeah. Well, I think most of the time you're but only, th- you're only thinking about the leaders maybe, and, and, yeah. and you're not thinking about the, the rest of the family. Um, you, you're, you're, having an impact on more than just, you know, the leadership, you're having an impact on everybody. So Mm -hmm. the the better you do it. Yeah. Um, you know, and there are, again, there's times when you can absolutely lead with blessing. God moves, you know, us around like pieces of, you know, chess pieces on a chessboard, I guess, or whatever. So there's times when it is a good thing for you to move on to the next place and do something and, and, um, and God's doing it fully. We're not going to hold, you know, but how you do it, but how you do it. it matters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe one more and maybe not. Um, I've got another one I could talk about too, but uh, this is the next one. One unheralded ministry in the church, that's a church without herald. Thank you. Uh, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I was wondering about that. (laughs) Is the ministry of arriving early. In many churches, it is often guests who arrive first and then they feel awkward if they are alone. Those who get there early have the opportunity mm-hmm. to serve and welcoming newcomers and engaging them in conversation. Conversely those who continually show up late miss out on many opportunities to serve others This is
1: so prevalent in <laughs> Lapine in the Lapine location where like church starts at 10 like it does here but like the room is buzzing yeah. and full of the regulars by 9:30 like a half hour early mm. and it's buzzing and most of those people are intentionally there. To see who's walking through the door and know that if it's someone they've never seen before, like they are doing that, and it's such a rad thing, yeah. it's such a cool thing to see. So I hadn't. Really Whereas in three R, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's
0: not. They it's, show up
1: at ten after ten.
0: I hadn't. I mean, I, when I read that, it was like such an obvious. You know, like how do we not, you know, identify and think about this and proclaim yeah. this more? Because I don't. When I think about people getting there early, I like being prompt and. Being on time—that's yes, that, important do. to me. Yes, you're, you're so strong. I just think you know it's just respectful to show up on time. But I wasn't yeah. really thinking about why, mm-hmm. and this is a practical reason as to why. E- yeah. e-
1: even if there is something that goes funky, which sometimes happens before church services, yeah. like you're you're there to lend a hand, you're there to do whatever it is that might need to be done. So right. it's right. an opportunity to serve, but that opportunity to greet is is like a big deal. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I just wish. Um, more people thought about it this way. Because, again, it's that, it's, it's that same others, you know. Others first. You're thinking yeah, first. Yeah. But first. one of the things we tell everybody that comes to the door is that if you're uh, part of the door, you're part of the greeting team. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you are so, a greeter. Yeah, you're a greeter. If this is um, your home. yeah, You don't have to be stationed at the front door. But every person is, is you know, hopefully if a new person comes, they, they get to talk to four or five people or yeah. maybe more. Sometimes I can look around and I can tell they're overwhelmed but how many people have talked to them. But we've also had that situation happen where somebody new came and nobody – talk to them. Mm. And that's tragic. So, it is, yeah. so I thought that I was pretty
3: the, cool. I think same thing could be said maybe about staying afterward as well. and have been talking to people. Totally. You know what I mean? Totally. A lot of people are just out as soon yep. as possible. <laughs> <Yep>. Totally. <laughs> but,
0: uh, yeah, this is why I love the, the Phyllis's um, and, and your mom does it in Lapine too. We, once a month we just have a, a lunch yeah. and we go to their house and, in 3R and we do it at the church in La Pine, but Sam. it gives anybody that's new an opportunity to to sit down and have a meal with others, yeah. get to know each other. So you're immediately kind of invested and off and running with a new, a new family or yeah. whatever, when they come, which is a really and cool Th- thing.
3: Thomas is doing that young adults uh, mm-hmm. yeah. group. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, stoked to go to that. Are you going to go after, after we're comfortable with the baby. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. nice. Yeah. Very
0: cool. All right. He's got another unheralded ministry. Uh, singing aloud our culture doesn't really know what to do with singing and few people have been trained to sing well and confidently if you have a good voice and know how to use it you can bless the people around you by singing out your praises (laughs) in as loud a voice as is appropriate. False.
3: <laughs> as is False. appropriate. I like, I like that he said, as is appropriate. As is appropriate. <laughs>
1: that might be the most important part of the statement. This <laughs> yeah. is kind of a funny. Make a joyful noise is yeah. important too. Yeah. If it isn't joyful, then don't sing
0: out loud. This is kind of a funny one to me. My, um, my
3: wife has a problem with, with... Not a problem necessarily. She just has mentioned several times. Uh, she's made comments about the the kind of like how I sing because I sing loudly. Okay. It's something that I do. Really? Yeah, yeah. I sing loudly. As, if I'm in the congregation i mean i sing pretty loud you get
1: that from your mom
3: no i just i, I mean just, this in the best way i like, can
1: always hear your mom really yes and i, so, and I but so maybe that's it or but I, maybe I, but I, I love it my mom uh, You know, i think okay. it's rad that she has no problem with yeah. singing out and just full passion yeah yeah to god like i think it's so cool but you, yeah. yeah your mom your mom does so, so there you go maybe there
3: it's go. a family thing it's a family thing bro. <laughs> i would my say it's always like why are you singing so loudly? <laughs> That's funny.
0: There is something to be said for congregational singing where you can actually hear people singing. That's a big yeah. deal. So too many churches now you go to, and and, and I know this is a subjective thing because some people think our music's too loud, and I don't think it is. But um, but if you can't hear the people singing, Agreed. you're missing out on something really important in the church. Right. So I, I really think that—
1: That should be the gauge of where your your yeah. worship team's volume is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah.
0: And again, part of that's up to the congregation yes. to sing out. But but if you can't hear, I, I've been to, I went to a church in Idaho one time when we were visiting family, and it was like a rock concert. I couldn't hear myself. I couldn't hear anybody else. It was so loud. It was just, it was weird. It's like, the pro- you
1: know? the problem is there's a sweet spot. Be- yeah. because if if the if the band or whatever is not loud enough, you'll find that people are not as apt to sing out because they know they don't have great voices. Right. Right. So the volume a lot of times dictates how much they're willing to put out right. of their I mean, voice, and so like there there's a there's a sweet spot where I, the volume's just enough that people will yeah, sing yeah. out, but not high enough that you can still hear them.
3: I think that's what he's getting at. Like if you have the ability to sing and you're singing loudly, you might encourage the people around you. Yeah, so to
0: totally. here's the problem though: if you have a good voice and you know how to use it, use it. There's a lot of people that think they have a good voice (laughs) and know how to use it, and I don't know how you get. You know, this isn't you can you yeah go
3: around telling people certain ones are. So this
0: is the other the flip side of this is like if you're creating. I'm thinking of
1: some funny characters right now from my past. uh, No, we
0: we've all had (laughs) those people that stand out for the wrong reasons. And, and they don't really necessarily know Completely it. Completely unashamed. Um, there was a guy at a church we used to go to in Bend. Yep. He had this kind of country twang thing yeah. that was going on. Nice. And I, and but it, but
1: it was not real. It uh, was not genuine. No, he didn't talk uh, that way. He didn't talk that Nobody way. have called him Big Tex in real life. No one called <laughs> uh, him Big Tex.
0: But it was, just <laughs> it was just this weird little, <laughs> I don't know what was going on. With his voice, but it completely changed, and you couldn't. And that can be a distraction. No, yes, that's what it was. You couldn't hear anything else. What was that was going on? There was a total distraction. And this is the part that I wish people highly entertaining. Sometimes you will have people that are in the front row. Maybe they're just animated with what they're doing, or their voice is so distracting that that's all you pay attention to. At that point, I would say now we're actually doing a disservice to yeah, because now you're now you're taking the spotlight off of what we're supposed to be focused on and. I know nobody's probably trying to do that. Yeah, but, but unintentionally putting it on yourself. Yeah, exactly, which is a problem, too. So. Yeah. All right, we got uh, a few minutes. I'm going to jump into that one that I told you guys Are you serious, dude? You don't want it? Yeah, let's do it. This is just a side—this is side, isn't Chally's. This is something I saw on, on Twitter this week, and, and it's a guy named Luke Simmons tweeted this. He's a pastor. Austin's and been wanting to talk about this. One. I knew he wanted to. Do. He's got some notes. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's the question of how you kn- how do you know that you're called to ministry? And and I think um, you know we've we've seen this. Uh, there's this Facebook group I'm a part of, and I see it a lot where this question comes up, and the answer that comes back almost every time is that there's this ethereal call that you sense from God, and that's all you need. If you have that, nobody can tell you. Anything different than that, you are called, and therefore right. you go out and you do what you have to do to start a, you know, church. Like you now have the authority because you, right? It's like
3: heard a justification by a divine authority. Yeah, you a- heard a- from K-A God. AKA God told me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. But then, God it, told but me. then
3: it can't be wrong because it's like God told me. About it,
0: that. It, it's actually one of the most frustrating things, yeah. and I, I want to get on there every time and say that is so subjective. You have no idea, because again, my heart is a perfect ventriloquist. For the voice of God, yeah. You know I mean, I can convince Brent myself. That's good. I've never heard that before. <laughs> I've said it before, but but I mean, it's it's true. I can make I can make anything sound like right. God's voice if right, I want right, right. to bad enough. Yeah. And so th- this is a crazy thing. So this is what yeah. he said. Um, he has three things that he said. Um, if any of these are missing, you're not called. The first one is internal desire, mm-hmm. or that you want it. What would you? Yeah. talk amongst
1: yourselves Well, we know that Paul tells Timothy that right yep so like it's not like uh, like that's a biblical thing um, yeah. the problem is that a lot of times we desire things going back to the heart yeah um, that we just because we desire something doesn't mean we should right which is why the other things matter okay right. but he who desires that office and what it entails and and what it what it centers you around desires a good thing yep all right I, if you don't desire that but 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 then I I didn't, honestly. So that's that's where it gets weird. Like I, I just had this conversation last week with someone like, how, how did you fall into this? When did you know you, that God was doing this with you? And it was like, did you want this? And it was like, I never wanted this. Yes and no. Though. Which is going to come to number two. Y-
0: yes and no. Because okay. you. I, I would say you, you've you always been a good churchman since I've known you as far as somebody who, who's invested I in I desire ministry. to know
1: the Word of God and for others to know the Word of God.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, so you did have... There but I didn't
1: desire there. to be a, a pastor or shepherd, a dude in a pulpit shepherd or shepherd these weirdos. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. No, I didn't. Or an upfront guy or a leader guy in a church. Yeah. Like, none of that stuff something I want right. to do. Okay. Mm. The office is not something I want.
0: Gotcha.
3: I, th- I think there's different levels to understanding the word calling because I think that yeah. in a general sense, we're all called to the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Green. And that's—I uh, wrote down some Bible verses, but I'm not—I'd have to go through six pages or something <laughs> to find them. I, the, Thessalo, Thessalonians says—let's uh, see here.
1: Here we go. Yeah. Here he goes, I'm people. You no, just, don't be you can, sorry. You can, you this can, is sorry. exactly why we have you on here. Yeah. Yeah.
3: This is, well, I can't find it, so— All right. Paraphrase.
2: <laughs> oh, here you go. <laughs>
3: um, this is concerning, like, the will of, of God for us, which could be, like, our call as well, right? Um, yeah. Uh, uh, It says that uh, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God and Christ Jesus for you, right? And so our calling and, and the will of God for us in our lives, I think in a general sense, is is sanctification. It's to love God, it's to love our neighbor, right? That's like in a general sense for all of us.
0: And to proclaim the gospel. And to proclaim the gospel, Because I think this is where I think a lot of people get mixed up with this calling thing. It's like, yes, we're called to to minister. We're called to to proclaim the gospel. That doesn't mean you're called to be a pastor Mm -hmm. or an elder. And so the minute somebody thinks, no, I'm called to do something in the church. Well, sure, we all are. Uh, that's different than the. the so office. that's the that's I, I, the that's the difference yeah. is
1: is the following Jesus part, like the the will right. of God, no matter who you are, where you are, what yeah. you're doing, and then that intersecting with office. And well, that, right. that's where...
3: I I put them in two categories. So there's yeah. a, there's a calling that doesn't change. It's the same for all of us. Right. Okay, and there's a calling that can change, yes. which is like ministry, because you can be called to different ministries. Totally. Like you could be uh a teacher for a, for a time and then maybe god calls you to something else in your life you know what i'm saying so it's a it's something that kind of changes and i think a lot of people think about calling in a vocational way yeah, we're not going to really get into that because we're talking specifically about teaching. But that's actually what I—that's <laughs> right. re- re- the re- biggest issue with it. In a my lot opinion. of people like, th- we think, think that. that calling, yeah, it's like it's got to do with like choices that we make in our it's, vocation. It's, and it's career. Yeah, it's it's career. It, it, it's all career-minded. And right? they're thinking like, how can I figure out what yes. what that is from God? And they want like a, a sign in the sky. I know? don't know how many <laughs> pastors I've talked to
1: before that you know when asking them like how this all came about, it was like, well, I was out of high school and I knew I was going to go to college and it yeah. was. Kind Kind of like, what do I want to do with my life? And it was like, well, I grew up in the church, and I thought, well, I'm going to go to seminary. So, So everything's approached and then stepped through, like progressed in a way that you would any other... Career yeah. opportunity, right? Yeah, Where you yeah. go and you get, you know, bona fide with a formal education. They're just looking at it through through the lens of occupation, yeah. rather than calling. And that's why we have so many churches, so many pulpits mm. across the world, but especially in this nation, of people that aren't called. Right. They have the paper, they've been there, they've done that, yeah. bought the shirt, but they don't have the calling. Yeah. And if you don't have the calling, you got burnout, you've got, you know, anemic right. congregations, you've got you've got all kinds of things, anyway. <laughs> to
3: bring it back to the first point here about desire, like, like uh, I would say an inclination would be like our desire, like, you know, some of us might have an inclination to be a teacher, you know what I mean, uh, and a desire to do so, right? Um, and I think that as far as that goes with calling, it kind of points to the fact that we have uh, some freedom in 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 that. It's not the only determining factor, right. but it's a big one. And actually, I wrote down Car- Charles Spurgeon here. <laughs> he actually has four reasons. Uh, he well, it's uh, the call to ministry in his lectures to my students. Yeah. Um, he's talking about the same thing that Brent's talking yeah. about here, and he gives four. Uh, similar to that, actually. He gives four uh, different qualifiers to to see if you're, you know, ready for ministry as a preacher. And his number one reason is an intense, all-absorbing desire for the work uh, any uh, quotes, First Timothy 3, which you guys already did.
0: Yeah, I think there's um, a lot of people have a desire to do, to do more and to be more in the church. That's right. a good desire. Like you desire. you want to be usable. We, we I can think of several guys right now that uh, sometimes we confuse that with maybe what it means to be a pastor when you just want to actually serve more right. and be, you know. The desire is good. Yeah. The yeah.
1: next thing is to figure out where to properly place and fit that Desire. Well, what exactly is it and what's it intended for? And it's exactly what you're saying. We have so many guys that come to us and go, I have a desire to do this. Yeah. And it's like, well, the best way for us to train you right. or equip you is to figure out where that, where God would have that to be, because it's not just anywhere. It's not yeah. just wherever you think it should. It's be. It's
3: kind of like the singing thing when we were talking about that. Uh, there's some people who we've all met right. them. They're a little bit deluded yes. as far as their <laughs> ability as a teacher, and they think like I have this desire, like God has directed me this way. And they might get up to preach and they preach something
0: totally absurd. You know, <laughs> like does it It's like the like American way? Idol auditions. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, what do you? Yeah, you don't have what you think you have. So that's <laughs> where the, that's where the second one comes uh. in. The second one is extremely important, and, and this is external affirmation. Yeah. Those around you affirm it, especially elders. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. the one that
1: validates the first one. Yeah. Yep. If you don't have this second one, you, you cannot positively uh, be secure in what you think is going on with the
0: first one. And this is the one that I can't believe people ignore and skip. <laughs> well, th- we know why. They ignore well, because, and skip it. It's, I guess so. It's because but I can't then believe it's, they do it. Yeah, then
1: that's, they know that God never told them that.
3: That's Charles Spurgeon's number four on the same list. So the same, same what, idea. How did he word it? He said uh, uh, that your preaching should be acceptable to the people of God, that godly men approve of your work. Basically, yeah.
0: this is what we
1: see again from Paul to Timothy. This is yeah. how Timothy was 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 validated and authenticated, and moved into that office was not because Timothy was like. I think I'm going to go do this. I had a grandma that was like pretty knowledgeable and I've learned some stuff. Yeah. No, it was by the dudes around him going, God has done this with you. We're going to help well, you get there.
0: This one also, I think um, the, the external affirmation goes to the qualifications that are listed in, in Timothy as well because yeah. there, there's a list there that starts out with, you know, he who desires to, yes. to do this is desires the first one. So desires there. But then there's a bunch of qualifications that have to do with our character. Mm. Um, and, and again, if we're the only judge of that, that's that could be a problem. Yeah, yeah. This needs to be seen and affirmed by the church and by other elders. Yes. Right. Uh, if it's not seen by anybody else but you, yep. not just the gifting, yeah, but the qualifications, you know, as well, then then I would say you're you're not called. Yep. Yeah. Um so and again, I there's a lot of people out there that you already pointed this out that are that are in these positions and, and you kinda wonder so, so it's safe because it's a piece of paper that totally. they that they handed them and said, Look, I'm I'm credentialed yep. yeah. without
1: without even being known. We're 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 calling the trained into our, into our pulpits yeah. rather than training the cult, mm. right? We've, we've got those backwards. We've heard that before. Um, but this is the, the, number two. Other people outside of us is how we know. It's how we can actually know yeah. mm. that God's told us.
0: And more than, yes. more than, like, one family member who always pleases you, you know what I mean? It yeah, can't just don't be, let it be your mom. <laughs> yeah, Okay. it can't be yeah, your mom, exactly. Or, okay. I mean, right, you right. want it to be a, 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 a wide friend. swath of people that, yes. that aren't even necessarily, you know, it's just like, this is where you need to be going. Right. And I know that that was our experience is we totally. kept kind of getting pushed into this yes. thing, a little bit kicking and screaming. Uh-huh. Um, But it was, you know, people recognized that this was what we were supposed to be doing, and then we yielded to it. It's the only reason we're here. I
3: I think if we think about the the whole uh, body of Christ analogy, you know, if if you're a mouth or something, you know, you're just naturally going to probably fulfill that. Uh, and people are going to be like, hey, he's a mouth. You know what I'm right. <laughs> Yes, they will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said it to me.
1: They will while. identify that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we
1: all know who the mouth is here, dude. I wasn't I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah. I,
0: I probably made a huge mistake by jumping into this one, so I'm going to jump right to the third one real quick, because this, this, this could have been talked about longer. Uh, the, the third one he puts on the list is opportunity. There is an open door, or could be, with some exploration. Yeah. What's he talking about there? Let's talk about open doors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: So I, I want I I think just to talk about open doors a <laughs> little bit I, I think that there's I don't sometimes I don't like that we think that way It typically is the way people think like if if it's easy and there's an open door that's what God's will is Our interpretation of that is so stupid I don't with think that doors. that's true. Right, a lot yeah. of times like the best thing for you is the hardest thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Like, with closed doors, yes. the impossibility
0: the <laughs> of this thing that needs to happen happening. He does use the the term an opportunity, and again when I on this Facebook group right. I'm a part of it's amazing to me how many people say I know I'm called but I can't no churches will hire me mm. um, I can't uh, there's no opportunity for me to do anything right. and at some point you have to go if nobody else is seeing this and giving you an opportunity yeah. that might mean something wait are you that, saying this points back to number two again well I think I think that's what he's I don't <laughs> okay. because the, the whole idea of an open doors. is yeah. I understand what you guys are saying but I think that's very subjective like number one yes. like again so many people like nobody's giving me a shot yeah. here and it's like well that might mean something yeah, okay. too so I think that's partly what yes. he's getting at yeah that makes sense. Um, anyway, he said if those three things, are, three things aren't in place, and I know there's people that are wondering about this, his statement is then you're not called. and And I would tend to agree that those things have to be in place. I'm curious as to what Spurgeon's he, fourth. He is, doesn't. Though.
3: He doesn't have uh, that. That one was his, his but fourth.
1: But he has four. So the two. The two
0: that we didn't. Oh, get. Oh. But he did. Add, he had one his, more. His that, that his second one. Yeah. Uh, there you go.
3: I would say, uh, just as a side note, the yeah. opportunity thing. I would think maybe the better wording would be need. Maybe you know cuz like if there's the need then that's going to be you're going to be able to fill that and then in that case it's you know the the first one that we talked about which is the desire it could be that that maybe if there's the need, you could be called to it, even if you don't have that 100% desire, Totally, right. you know what I'm saying? Totally. So it's not like always the case, but I do think that God has given us natural inclinations and desires in our heart to be able to guide us in those directions, you know what I mean? Because yeah. what does it say uh, in Proverbs? It's like man's uh, heart plans his, his Way, His ways, yeah. but the His Lord way, directs His steps. Yeah, steps. yeah yep, Totally. Steps. So I think... It, so he,
1: will, God works in spite of us right? as we through move our forward. Through our heart, yes, I think, you yes, yes. know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. They, all of these are so nuanced, like there's ways they you are. can right, nuance right, right. all these. right. What,
3: yeah. uh, so Spurgeon's number two is, there must be aptness to teach and some measure of other qualities needful for the office of a public instructor. So like, you have all the qualities, not just yeah. the teaching quality. Because uh, when I think about it for myself, I think that that's where, like, my big hang-up on uh, being, like, a pastor or something is. I don't feel like I have all the qualities of a pastor, maybe just the ability to teach. And even then, I don't know if I even have that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Uh,
1: well, what's funny is most of the qualifications, you know, speaking of <laughs> qualities, that were given in Titus and Timothy are character mm-hmm. character qualifications yeah. or qualities right? rather than, you know— this dude can wake the dead with his voice. Yeah, right. right. So a lot of it's just ha- like just our maturity and our um, our our uh, our devotion to walking with God. Yeah, like for like before everything else. Right, right. Is is I think is, that's true. Yeah. Is the quality. Yeah, which which we all again fall short in that, but there's a general direction that people outside of us should be able to look at those qualifications and go, no, this dude, this dude definitely walks that road. Right. Imperfect as it is, he walks this road. Right. Yeah. yeah.
3: His his third one is uh, one must see a measure of conversion work going on under his efforts. Does it? Ha- uh, Although I wrote here, does that might have be a slippery slope for thinking right.
0: like that? Sounds I, strange for a Calvinist to say.
3: Yeah. That's so if, is there is there like an effect that you're seeing from from the work? Yeah. Um, in it, like I get what he's saying, but I, I, I one yeah. of the things that I that that gets me sometimes is the way that churches tend to think like our church is big, and and because it's big, it means we're doing the the right thing. This and, guy.
1: Is doing something right, right? Yeah, and I don't we, know how many times I. We do tend that. to think yeah.
3: about it, it like an efficiency that this guy is really efficient, so the Holy Spirit is working yep. through him. But I think the Holy Spirit can be working through somebody totally. that, that there's not like a lot of efficiency happening in the totally. as far as like saving souls. Totally. These are
0: hard things to measure, um, quantify, and I yeah, think exactly. you can look at very large churches out there yeah. who've got heretics. Right. them so right right well
1: actually the largest ones
0: right well yeah. I mean, All I have there, bad there's some
1: common, big ones yeah. that are and, good and, and but, we uh, don't man, know the yeah. heart so somebody yeah. can
3: say oh i've been converted by you and not be saved you know, you know we don't know the heart of anybody so it, it seems weird to think of it that, in that totally. sort of way yeah so i didn't necessarily love that one but he had that and then his fourth one was the one we mentioned there. yeah yeah yeah.
1: So the fifth one would be you should be a Calvinist in order to— I thought this was—so
3: So I did look up the Merriam-Webster dictionary definition of calling. I thought this—after after going through, like, all these four pages of what calling meant, and I was just thinking about it and stewing on it and trying to figure out, for me, what, you know, the biblical idea of calling, I, uh, I was like, man, this basically says— what I think the Bible says, and it does it in a way that, that's a lot more clear, it's just the Merriam-Webster Webster mm. definition. It says, a strong inner impulse toward a particular course of action, especially when accompanied by conviction of divine influence. I mm. thought that was interesting. Yeah. yeah it's like, you know, uh, that you have the desire, and right. uh, that's calling you to action. And then you also have a divine influence.
0: Yeah, and then I would say you've got. And then outside you, from got, that, yeah, you've yeah. got the uh, the external influence from the, people around e- yeah, you as well. Exactly. That's that's the part that people seem to, to not go with. Yeah. Um, Where we probably should wrap up. Um, I made a huge mistake by jumping into that last one because now we're over time, probably. But uh, but we've been short the last couple of times, so. Yeah. So we were due. We're making making good on it. I heard uh, uh, advice one time because this is you know something I desired for a while, and somebody asked me why. I wasn't an elder yet and I said well I'm, I'm not qualified and and his response to me was well then get qualified and and it you know as far as calling you can't get called you know either God has to do that but the qualification things I, I started it to, I took that to heart and I started kind of thinking if I want to be a pastor and this is something I desire I should start conducting myself that way now mm. and um, and it kind of was a shift in, in the way you know if, if I'm waiting for somebody outside of me to notice this and, and affirm me maybe I ought to Right, you know, start start conducting my life that way now, yeah. and um, and I did, and and it, you know, it wasn't long after that, and people had already seen some things, I guess, but um, yeah. but that I thought that was good advice that I got, um, but it doesn't mean that that's the only way to be useful in the church or to serve in the church or minister, oh, yeah. because Not like all. you said, there is that general calling that, that yeah. we all have, um, and and you know, if every you're Christian, mar-
3: if you're married, you're called to you yeah. know love your wife, mm. and 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 if you have children, you're yeah. called to you know, yeah, be a good steward of that.
1: yeah Yeah. first and foremost those are primary ministries right yeah
3: and that's a calling that doesn't change no that's right
1: right.
0: yeah all right cool good talk fellers good talk fellers fellers good talking fellers (laughs) one of you guys want to close it out
1: yeah thank you lord uh for this day thank you for uh bringing austin here uh to be with us today we just I, i just thank you for how you stimulate me my mind and and my heart uh, in a good way towards you by talking about things like this. So we thank you for our discussion. I pray that it helped somebody else, maybe prompted them to think in a way that's a little different than they've been thinking. Uh, We thank you for your body. We thank you for your church. We thank you that it's yours. We thank you that you're building it. We thank you that you will build it. We thank you that you're faithful to do so and that it is glorious and valuable to you no matter what it looks like to us sometimes. And so help us to value it the
2: same way. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.